Welcome to the conclusion of what has been a very wonderful interview with Stephen Perlman of Haberdashery fame. You, you you just mentioned where you're trying to go, the mood you're trying to create with Tonight the Angels, and we spent a few moments uh, a little bit ago talking about how Vamp was, you know, in, in its most basic terms, a breakup record. Do you do you consider yourself? somebody who works conceptually like do, do the things that come out do you consider them concept albums or do you is that the case with every album or have some of the albums just been like well this is a collection of songs no it's never been just a collection they're always concept albums uh from the beginning you know usually there's a little kernel of an idea and it mm-hmm. kind of develops into something but they always end up revolving around you know one or two really basic themes you know and i think that when I'm writing lyrics, especially, um, that's just what they gravitate towards. They all seem to kind of either flow into each other and out of each other, or they could be kind of, you know, thought of as, you know, a progression, like a story from beginning to end. Um, you know, it's not always necessarily chronological, but they definitely have something in common. It's not just a disparate collection of tracks that okay. I've put together. They always have some kind of underlying uh, concept or undercurrent. Do you ever listen to the concept albums of others and get ideas from them? You know, like a Tears for Fear, Seeds of Love, or a Pet Sounds, or a yeah, Sgt. Pepper's? actually, I think probably the concept album that has moved me and informed me the most was uh, Radiohead's OK Computer. Absolutely. I think that as far as, like, from beginning to end... When you're first listening to that record, when you're first listening to OK Computer... You don't get hit in the head with the concept right away. You're sort of just listening to the melodies Mm -hmm. and listening to the chord progressions and such. Right, but it's like you said, it's not clear from the beginning, and you really you really have to dive into it. Right, it kind of like bubbles under the surface a little bit, and you kind of get a sense of it. But you know, by the end of the the whole album, you, you kind of just take a deep breath and go, "Wow." So you had mentioned earlier that the 2010 EP series was to give the fans sort of an indication of your working process. Is there another reason behind the EPs? Not really. The only other the only other thing I wanted to be able to do was um, have an outlet for um, other remixers to be able to release work. You know, while okay. I'm not releasing singles, I mean, there's there's going to be opportunities for you know lots of different kind of like B-side projects to come out of this you uh tend not to go back and listen to your stuff to not get you know bogged down in the past and be able to allow yourself change what what are you finding that for you specifically this process is doing it's actually been really liberating um in the past i don't i don't think i can remember a time that i've ever let anyone hear a demo of my stuff you know and so now it's like when i thought of doing this you know releasing really super rough unpolished kind of conceptual ideas of songs you know making mistakes all over the place and things are unfinished and you know ideas that haven't quite been all you know developed altogether it's been really um really liberating and kind of kind of really exciting to me to put stuff out there in its unfinished state we've got some questions from Allie in los angeles uh she loves that you're open to collaborating with different remix artists and she's wondering how a beginning remixer slash fan might go about getting permission from you to remix one of your songs. As far as permission goes, I think that, you know, I'd give anybody permission to remix my music. I think that's it's such an 
such a wonderful you know way to kind of hear the music in a different light is to have somebody else work on it um all the remix artists that uh i've worked with so far have been people that you know i've come in contact with in the synth pop community online and you know there's people from all over the world who you know i'll give just you know the raw tracks of the pure vocals with you know nothing else and then all the instrumentation broken down into their components so that they can hear it and then you know they turn it into something totally new and unique which i think is amazing so everybody comes from such a really different viewpoint as far as music goes that you know i've had such different interpretations of these songs i think it's just wonderful to hear you know everybody's take on it i've loved every single one Well, we can move on uh, to another question from Alan, who notes that uh, songwriting comes fairly easy to some people, and it is a very laborious process for others. Um, Basically, you know, where do you fall in that spectrum? And when you're getting your inspiration for the writing, where does it come from? Um, I think I'm kind of right in the middle. Sometimes it's really easy and songs just kind of come really naturally and other times I really find that I have to um, really concentrate and labor over some of them but I mean the best thing is when the song kind of takes over and just writes itself you know as far as like structuring the song itself just kind of see what comes out you know what I'm feeling at the time. Do you find that or is this sort of a toss-up depending on the song is it more difficult to come up with the lyrics or the music or does it switch off? Actually the way I write um, the lyrics are more often than not informed by the chords and the song because I always write the music first and the lyrics later. Sure. So um, I think depending on the mood of the chord progression and, you know, the kind of like structure of the song that really has a lot to do with the way the lyrics end up coming out. So back to the inspiration, where do you find it? Well, I mean, for the most part, it's my own life, you know, my life experience. Um, But I also have been, you know, influenced to a a large extent by... um, you know, some philosophers and poets that I've, you know, been reading for a long time, Rilke and Heidegger, and they um, both kind of give me a lot of ideas of, you know, where to start songwriting. And for the most part, I just, you know, for as long as I can remember, this is this is all I've ever wanted to do. And uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the, let's see, we have to get through Dashery. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to tonight, The Angels. Mm-hmm. 